and action. Welcome back to another episode of the Rip Thrill Podcast. It is episode 28, um, brought to you by Telstra AFL, um, Sure Microphones, Jan 7 AFL. I just thought I'd give him a little shout out to start it off because we don't really do that. I've been showing too much love lately, so I yeah. thought we doing that. And they're getting right behind the people's shows. So they have, the people's people podcast. People Welcome, mate. Um, we're trying to figure out what days work for us at the moment. Schedule's a bit mixed around, but uh, yeah. we made it. We made it happen. Yeah, well, it's that time of the year. You went back to work yeah. officially on yeah. Monday, so yeah. uh, we'll talk about that in a moment's time. But um, mm. uh, yeah, it seems like most clubs now, I think, are back I on think, schedule. I think, yeah, because obviously we um, the older blokes for us started on the Monday. Um, officially back on Monday and she's been tough but every club's kind of back now and getting into it so last three days have been pretty hard um, yeah. to today I put up shit house I'm not going to lie yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, okay, I feel, yeah. I feel every day bit, off today yeah. day off today yeah. so I feel every, every bit 30 years old today so um, going to get physio on the old body um, but it's good though like um, you know, feeling fit again like I've, I've been going back with the younger boys like the past two weeks so um, they got compulsory four days off so um, it'll be the older boys training on Friday and uh a big session on Saturday morning, so it's uh, it's grim times. But so, what's the rule here? I mean, if you start back earlier than your expected yeah. arrival date, do you get some time in lieu? What's the nah, no, you don't. It's uh, it's a little bit of a pat on the back type thing. I thought you, that was the vet's rule. Yeah, I, I know, that's I know. Like, well, the vet's rule is you don't come back till you have to, so um, that's why you call it a veteran. But no, nah, I, I went back early just because I wanted to get um, a little bit of taste of training because. Yeah, the running programs are pretty boring and they're, yeah, they're hard. Yeah, yeah. And like when because our our group is so young. We had like what thirty blokes there already training, so mm. the older boys are kind of just doing their own thing. And um, I don't know, I just want to get back and get stuck into it. So yeah, yeah, it's been good. Obviously, we got the we had the draft and stuff that happened. Um, yep, yep. So all that's going pretty well. Like we met all the boys on Tuesday night. They all flew in. Yep. Um, we like we got this little ritual going that uh, we take them to dinner, take all the firsties out for dinner, and uh, all the boys get around them. So. It was good to meet them. We met like um, Dev, Brock Smith, the one that I was like to or linked link yeah, to from yeah. the old cow to me. So did we call that? We That's, did call it. We called yeah. it early July. So you heard it here first. We got predictions mm-hmm. coming out of our ass. But yeah. um, now that was cow. So good job, cow. Yeah, um, he did well then. Pumped he him up. Well. He pumped him up a bit. So that's good. Um, and then we got who else? We got, we got Jackson from um, the same way. I think he's. I think his dad played at a couple of AFL clubs. Jackson prior to and yeah. obviously Kadeen Coleman. So we got him in. Uh, he's living with me now. So. Um, that's uh put him under my wing for the for the next yeah, couple, for next that. year yep. I guess so yep. no nah, it's good to have him here um as I heard before chance is already going crazy like trying to <laughs> come play Legos and all this kind of stuff like so I'm trying to tell Kitty just chill out man he'll grab you and try and take you to his room yeah 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 absolutely but, um, nah, it's absolutely. good and obviously we got, we got that trades we got um Virtuals up and running and stuff so he's doing a bit yep. of training yesterday he looks pretty good um then we got Ellis Yalman who's that big body midfielder who's um he's just trained the house down already and Archie Callum Archie who's um. Looking pretty skillful. We did a couple of handball drills yesterday. You. I know you I did. You did you. call this, so I said, "Man, I want to see that forty meter handball. I don't want to see his kicking shit. I want to yeah. see the handballer." So, um, no, he's got a bit of a bit of a weapon there. Oh, that's awesome! Because I I, I heard Grant Birchall come out on on RSN Radio yesterday, and I, I think it was really interesting the fact that I think a lot of people sort of assumed the move that it was more going to be a benefit for the club yeah. than him. Um, you know, you're going to go up there. You're going to be another veteran voice, similar to Luke yeah, Hodge. Yeah. And, you know, Grant was really interesting. I think the, the quotes that I read, and I have to go back and listen to the interview, but he almost said, no, no I'm going there for me as yeah, well. You know? Like I'm yeah. going for, the, they've got, in my opinion, one of the best medical teams in the country. And, yeah, and yeah. I feel like I can you know, continue to play really good footy up there. Yeah. So I thought it was a, you know, it's a really nice fit when you've I got s- those situations in play. Yeah, I saw a few of those quotes from, um, from, his, uh, from that interview. Uh, I was talking about, you know, fresh starts for him, re- like rejuvenise his career and stuff. And I saw them like, 
doesn't really need like he's got so much in the bank in terms of like you know awards and accolades coming out left right and center so mm. it's good to see that he wanted to come up here and he believes in what we're doing so that's always a um, a good thing to see that our culture that we've built over over time especially past probably three years that are starting to um, get renowned for that so um, hats off to the club and, and what they've been doing with the medical staff and all that kind of all that kind of stuff too so been good. How you been, mate? Jeez, about, you yeah. know, haven't asked you how you how you been going. Well, I think um, we last saw each other at the basketball, didn't we? Didn't yeah, we? ran to each other. I mean, Brisbane Bullets game. So yeah. I, I went down there. It was a little bit impromptu, but um, ran down courtside. courtside went over. I didn't boy. know where I was going. Nah. I had no idea where I was going. Nah. I was well looked after at, from at the armory. From, that's what they call it. Yeah, um, I'm part of the armory. I, t- <laughs> I told Scott from the Brisbane Bullets that uh, I'm 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 in. I'm You're all on in now. I'm part of the armory. Yeah, rocked up. Saw you and the boys yeah. there and thought, oh, geez, at least I know where I'm going. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea where I was doing, but um, good game. It was uh, a game yeah, winner. It was a great game. It was a game well, yeah, I got a bit tipsy in that game. I'm not gonna lie. Free drinks and stuff down there, and it was. I think it was a week before we had to go back, so I was like, yeah, last hurrah. But no, it was a good game because. Um, um, so it was like me, Charlie, Ben Cam Keys. just up on it. Yeah, exactly. Day, yeah. yeah, so Cam, yeah, so Yolman just got it. Um, and then like Tom Fullen, who's ex NBL, he played for the Bullets. Mm. Um, and and Reese Matheson. So we all get to as many games as we can. Um, we get looked after from Angela there, so she's really nice and giving us uh, course side tickets. And I think I believe that we spur the Bullets on in some scenarios because. Um, we don't hold back with a with that trash talking, even though it's yeah. not great. But it's still it's just funny because everyone's around is going, oh, yeah. Because they're not like the NBA down here. Like it's oh different. They just like kind of just sit there and watch and stuff. And we're like, ah, oh, you're. Tell you what, I'm glad Bullets won, and obviously I was cheering yeah, for them. It would have been but every time that Jerome Randall got the he ball, he is good, man. I was just yelling, Colby. Oh no, I he's mean, good. He I'm actually a fan good, of him. He was a good player, man. And he's like five foot nothing, so yeah, he, he's actually very impressive to watch. But I became a fan. But no, I, I suppose that I mean since then, since we last saw each other, um, it's been been a little bit busy. But I'm looking forward to, to footy starting oh, to ramp up, too, and it's bro. been good. Like seeing. You know, obviously, you guys getting back now, it's been um, you know, pretty massive. And I suppose that the intermediate thing that I'm looking forward to is Michael's Raffer and Jeff Horn. So yeah, I have to yeah. give a shameless plug there because Michael... When's that this weekend? Uh, next week. Next, next week. Week. Uh, week. Week after next, I think. Okay. So we, we're, we're under three weeks. So yeah. talking to, to Michael and um, Jeff... Is, is in really good shape from, yes. from what I can see as well. So um, if you're in Queensland or you're, you're coming up to Queensland, you've got to make sure that you, you, you get on to, um, to Brisbane Convention Centre, December yeah. 18. I wonder and if that, that should be a sellout, you reckon? I reckon it will, yeah. Christmas yeah. time, uh, yeah. a lot of people are going to be in Queensland. It's going to be a good fight. So we, we went to the last one. Oh, I'll, I'll hook you up. Don't sure. worry. I'll you got to hook up. Oh, well, we went to the Mundine Jeff Horn fight. Oh um, yeah, we did too. Oh, but you, did we got yeah? You got me to get that, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was um, that was actually good. It was a yeah. No, it was a, it was a good one as well. So um, now, if you, oh, we're looking forward to that, but I'm looking forward to footy. I'm looking forward to. I wouldn't mind branching out at the same time. I do like talking about other sports too because mm. I know we've got a, a pretty heavily footy based uh, community now for the podcast. But yeah. I actually wouldn't mind talking about other stuff as well. So well, maybe that's something that we we put forward because obviously yeah. with the exclusive inside. I mean, that's yeah. that's you know, there's there's people that I know that would jump on. Oh, you got contacts coming out. Well, well, people jump on, man. We, I, I reckon, I reckon we could get some, um, some, some good people to come yeah. on and uh, maybe do a different edition here and yeah. there. So, if you are watching and you do like a specific sport, uh, just put a comment in whatever platform that you're watching on. So, we'll do a special um, edition. Obviously, love boxing. So does he. Uh, we got basketball. Mm. He's just jumped on the Lakers bandwagon. He's, he had a hat on, but he took it off because I've been part team. of the crew for a long time. You know, what? <laughs> I mean, there's I'm Kobe, the, and but I'm picking them all up. I'm yeah, in the, I'm in the bandwagon picking I'll, everyone I'll jump up. On. I'm watching them at 12 o'clock today. Like, they're good to watch. But I don't actually don't have a team mm. anymore. So. Um, I actually like the Hornets at the moment, but even though they're shit, but yeah, you never know. Yeah. Jump on now. Yeah. But a few few interesting talking points around the game at the what moment. So 
Um, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I wanted to ask you, and again, this is a, a player's podcast, people's podcast, so we always preface it by saying that. But I did find the situation with Sauce interesting for the fact that I, I, I can understand both sides oh, okay. from the club and, yeah. and um, I suppose, his position. So and Stephen Silvani, if people don't know who that is. Yeah, so, so Stephen Silvani is, is um, uh, decided in the best interest of everyone to, to move yeah. on from, from his position at the Carlton Football Club. But I do... I do it's, and it probably isn't so much about Steve, rather the dynamic of having a celebrated player yeah. perform a role yeah. you know, at, at their former club because we've seen it in recent we've times. Seen it, like we said, so we've seen like head coach. It happens a lot with players going to head coach. So we had even in mine, I had um, Brett Ratton, who was obviously you know Colton legend, uh, one of the favourite sons there, Premiership player. Went to coaching, and it's always like so awkward when you have to see like a legend of the club um, get moved on or you know go through a bit of a. Um, a public spat type thing, and uh, it doesn't look like great. So yeah. I just I, I find it really hard, and obviously got Nathan Buckley Collingwood, who's been doing great stuff there. Um, but he he went through some tough times when I thought like he would have got sacked at some stages. Then, but it, even though they're still winning games, I just think like mm. just did, it's I just find it hard in that scenario. And obviously, Sauce is like his whole family is entwined in that club, and you know he's Sergio, his dad, and Steve, mm. and then these two sons now, Jack and Ben, is it? Yep. So. Yep. I just find like it's it's so tough to see people go through that transition into you know leaning away to being let go or maybe redundant or whatever whatever's happening there. But it's just it's I find it very you know, uncomfortable to see that stuff happen. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah. It really is. It I is because I, I don't I, see that. Yeah. I don't see that in much other sports. Like I don't. I don't. But like even like yeah. actually basketball. Like Magic Johnson when he kind of mm. quit um, recent. Like yeah, I think it was this year last year. Yeah, fairly recently. So yep. that's like similar to that. Yep. Like it's just so awkward. I just don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, like I like the idea of it. I think the idea of it versus what can sometimes be the reality. Yeah. Obviously, is, is the polar opposites. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it is really interesting when you have a former seller. I'd say a champion of a football club returns. Yeah, 100%. And then obviously, full back of the century. Um, yeah, and I feel like no one wins. Yeah, no, I feel like no one actually wins out of scenario when it plays yeah. out that way. See, I don't actually know. So I've been like. I've read like there's obviously a lot of clickbait type headlines and that kind mm. of stuff like we'll talk about um jack liking a tweet in a minute but um i i don't actually know his full role there and i know like when they went through the, the like when they came he came over from gws when he you know supposedly did a great job there which he did he like got a lot mm. of good young players in they built a great system a great culture get some young players in build them up to where they need to go and then they can trade for that top of value stuff I think when he came to uh, the Blues, back to the Blues, it was kind of called the you know the Colton Giants. So I was like, mm. every, a lot of onus was on what he was doing. So and it looked like he was the, you know the front runner of doing like everything. So I actually didn't know what his role was. I'm pretty sure it was GM or recruiting. I don't even know what. Yeah, it is, I think it was general manager, yeah. waste management, strategy. So I think like once you know a couple of people let go. I think Kane Little let a couple play, um, couple staff, you know, high ranking staff go. He was kind of like next on the block, but. I don't know. Like I thought, they would have seen how they go this year. But I think in terms of um, some deals were being done without his knowledge. That's where that's where it started. Like started unraveling there. So yeah. that's just what from what I've read. Like uh, you know, but yeah, it's hard. You know, we're not inside the four walls. No, no. And I know, I know, yeah. outside noise coming in is not like what it, what it is. So yeah, correct. And, and you're right. I mean, we, we've got that transparency to understand yeah. that. You know. Often, what's said publicly isn't actually the story that yeah, goes exactly. behind closed doors. Um, but, but I, I do find the dynamic really interesting. And I think, I think the the most interesting part with with their situation is I think he's done a fantastic job um, exactly. for the last four years. And 
To be honest, I think they've got some amazing people there from Kane Little, as you yeah. t- touched on, to you know the rest of their executive. I mean, you hear great things coming yeah, out of Carlton, yeah. so it, it seems like it's a big club, man. Like, there's yeah. so many people wanting to stay at that club as well, though. Um, yeah. In terms of like the board and who's like the sponsors are getting involved and stuff. Um, even if you say like Big Juddy, like he was, um, he was put on the board. I think it was on the board or um, something similar to that position. And he was talking more media, doing his media gigs, and he was mm. he was struggling to find that balance. So. I think on Footy Classified, he's not doing it this year. I, I believe he's just, from from what we hear in the media, yeah. reports has just walked away. Yeah, yeah. so you got Corns coming in apparently to fill that void. But I just want to mean, like, it's hard, like, at that club because it's such a big club in Australia. Like, they're, you know, they're very well-known, very powerful, um, and it's just a hard balance to, you know, get a grasp on. So I think their list is in good shape at the moment. And I can't not see everyone going, oh, they're going to play finals, they're going to be so good this year. So, yeah. the, you know, everyone's pumping them up because done, I thought they'd done pretty well. In the trade, pretty especially getting um, Jack Martin there, your little love child. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah, good to see coming. him. He finally got there. So um, I reckon that'll be pretty good next year. So I don't know. I think it's maybe inside four walls that we haven't seen something that was going on. But um, I don't know. Good luck to him. So speaking of Silvani, I know that um, you know Jack Silvani. Mm-hmm. His social media came into the news headlines as well. Yeah. I find this so interesting. This is, I mean, who's I, doing this research? Like, I don't know who's like yeah. seeing all this stuff happening. I, I, it's a it's an interesting time in in twenty nineteen going on to twenty twenty where you know your social media um, activity now plays yeah, a role. Yeah, in. Yeah. Um, like it is it is quite interesting. Mm. You know, I, I, I probably I feel for everyone in the scenario in the sense that you know there's obviously so much education that goes in, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know where we're actually sitting yeah. at all. So for people that don't know, so I'm pretty sure Jack liked a, a tweet that was saying, um, you know, why would you get rid of Sauce? He's done such great for the club, culture, all that kind of stuff. And he's just liked it. Yeah. And it's been now it's all over my Twitter feed at the moment. So that's what he liked on. But in saying that, like, you know, AFL players and athletes like like stuff that they probably in the public eye shouldn't have liked. But you kind of just aimlessly just go through your feeds and you like stuff. So he probably would have Without saw, any intention. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. Like, you like if you're really liking wary. my comments or my photos, sometimes yeah. I'll just because you're my boy. Like, I'm gonna yeah. like your shit. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna show you some love. So and half the time I probably don't read it. Like yeah. you're just looking at it. And half the time I probably don't even know what I'm putting up. So, mm. um, oh yeah, I understand that people are out there trying to find these things and um, kind of linking it and make it look like it's something it is. But um, I'd, I'd give him a bit of slack there. I'd say that he just saw someone. I'm um, sticking up for his his dad. So I don't, yeah. I don't see the point in. Yeah. Trying to make something that's not, you know. Yeah, I think I think you touched on it there. I, I'm I'm worried that we're making things bigger issues than what they are. Yeah. Um. You know, we're always trying to find new stories, and I get it. We're we're in the digital consumption era where yeah. you know it's all about clickbait media, clickbait, and, and driving traffic. But look, I, I do think there needs to be some level of responsibility, and I don't want to say ethics, but like yeah. surely we've got to have some general rules of thumb that we that we play with. I think I think it goes both ways. Like I understand. Whoever the publication was, probably Herod's son. Um, that they're saying, like, you know, it makes sense. Like, oh, Silvani's pouring, you know, um, stuff onto a story that's already there. So mm. he's liking stuff that he probably shouldn't be um, in their eyes. Yeah. But in saying that, like, it doesn't mean anything for us if we're liking it. It's his, that's what I'm saying. It's his family. Like, he just liked to post. He does not, the club aren't going to be like, how dare you do that? Don't you, like, look like you're going against us? It's not yeah. like that at all. But, but they're trying to build that up. But yeah. as I said, like, it's clickbait. We're talking about it now. Mm. So they're doing their job. But would you, if you were the player in whoever that player is, if yeah. you were a player that liked, um, you know, the Silvani thing yeah, yeah. from yesterday, and a particular media outlet went with that story, would you be hesitant to speak to that media outlet the next time? Oh no, speak? that's what I mean. Like player, player in our media 
relationships, but he probably wouldn't know who who that is, yeah. know who that is because you don't really mm. read the fine print. It says author, yada yeah. yada. Um, and staff writers, you got staff the writers. Staff, staff writers will get you every time. Yeah. But in saying that, like I've I've spoken to a couple of players and um, about coming on the podcast and talking about their story um, recently, and they've been kind of hesitant because the clubs like don't talk to anyone at the moment. Mm. Um, even though like. I record, edit, and do all this myself. Like, obviously, you hear. Um, yeah. But, like, this goes through our club and to make sure, like, nothing gets out that we don't want to get out. Like, yeah. in terms of if we stuff up and say something we shouldn't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is a plus for that because um, we want to get their voice out and get their opinion out. But in in the flip side, um, they might want to go to a bigger publication type thing and when they're allowed to, to make sh- like, so it gets out to a broader community and they look like they're doing the right thing. But there's always that. They don't know accountability for what they've said before. So they're yeah. like, oh, we'll just give it to John Ralph or we'll just give it to someone else. So like yeah. it's, it could be – there's no – no one really knows what who's written something about something before. So that's what yeah. I mean. Like I mean, if you come on here or we go on uh, any of the podcasts, Exclusive Insight or whatever it is, mm. like they've got your best interests and they're, they're getting your story out. Yeah, so well, that's, well, that's what yeah. I love about this. Well, I mean that, that's exactly why we're doing this, you yeah, know, yeah. is to create a channel where – you know, players yeah. and coaches or, or people in the game can feel genuinely, probably more so players. Yeah, yeah, players yeah. Podcast, yeah. Um, that they can come and share their stories, and it's been fantastic. You know, to, to have people like Eddie Betts and yeah. Charlie Cameron, and um, you know, so Lockie many people, Neil. Lockie Neal throughout the throughout the year, and and I know that there's players that have actually yeah. said to us that they're hey, coming on, there. we're coming on. So we've, we've got, got, got some exciting week, plans. So that's exciting, yeah. and we've got some exciting plans for 2020. So we're just sort of talking through what we think that could look like. But yeah. you know, we know that. Players are more comfortable speaking on on player driven platforms. Yeah, yeah, it's just really. I mean, you, you yourself yeah. would would feel more comfortable. hundred percent. And I think um, AFL clubs are starting to realise that too. So, don't know. Exciting times for us, but um, just make letting everyone know out there that um, we're here for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Now, now a couple of uh, football headlines as well that has been sort of doing the rounds. So we've seen the the score challenge. Now, yeah, have you guys been talking about this? So nah, just to give everyone some spoke, context, so, yeah. the AFL has come out and said that they would potentially be exploring. Uh, a player captain challenge is that yeah, correct? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So a captain's challenge. So usually we get hit up um, from the AFLPA or um, probably like a David Noble type GM role at our club. We'd be like, "Look, guys, this is what the AFL's put forward to us. What are your thoughts?" Um, we'll go back to them type thing, type scenario. Um, they haven't come to us yet, so I don't know how much legs it's got. But it, um, the captain's challenge. So if there's a touch touch ball goes through and no one picks up on it, um, we have an opportunity. I think there's three opportunities to. Um, get it looked at and mm. make sure like the game doesn't go on from there. So, yep. um, pretty sure the score review panel is still going to look at every single incident like they do. Um, but if it's like a a clear clearest day touch that we know and a player like obviously we trust our own players. So if they come to the captain or the vice captain or whoever's there and they say we want to challenge it, then it will be done then and there, and the game will stop. So I'm not a hundred percent sure how it's going to go because, um. It could slow the game down a little bit, um, and I'm pretty sure the AFL wants to um, make it speed up. As as yep. we've seen, like they're going to probably cut the half time into into half. So yeah, which I think like the the score review, I think it's they're getting better. They've employed all these people and put all these like funds into making it what it is. I don't think we need a captain's challenge. Yeah, because um, every score gets reviewed. Every score gets reviewed yeah. anyway. So. And I think it's just trying to try and save their own ass in case like it's really like evident that there's been a touch and no one's picked up on it. But yeah. the half time thing, I think it's great um, because once you finish your little, so you, I'll give a rundown of what happens when you go into half time. Get off the field, everyone gets on the jog, gets off the field, go in, you sit in your lines, you talk to your line coaches and players, who will um, talk about what's happened in the first half, what what trends we're seeing in the game, um, all that kind of jazz. 
and then we'll walk around aimlessly for a little bit, get the body going again. Um, then we'll go into the coaches' meeting, and he'll talk about his um his goals and what he's seen going on and what you're doing or not doing right um and for the next half. And then we do a warm up inside. So that's twenty minutes, and it, and it's a lot of time that we just don't need to do. I think like. When we go in, talk to our line coaches, talk to the coach, and then get back out there because yeah. you warm down, the body gets sore again, and then you got to try and find a way to get back up. And I hate half time, honestly. Like, yeah, I'd rather yeah. I'd rather stay on the ground, just talk like we do a quarter time and stuff. So yeah, I think it's great. Um, I can't see how it changes. Well, what? So ten minutes is surely enough time to go get your beer and get your food. Yeah, I, I think, and this is probably listening to to Craig. So I don't watch many games from, either. So. From Crack from Croc Media. Yeah. Um, I would be very interested from a commercial sense how it could how it could work. So they run ads galore during that. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you, you're losing TV commercial time. Yeah, okay. And you've got to make it that time somewhere else. So whether or not quarter time cut it down by like five percent each, or, or does that go to if quarter time's ten minutes, does that go to twelve minutes? Yeah, does three quarter time go to twelve minutes. So you've got to get that time back from somewhere. You do. Um, so I'm not necessarily too sure how. But it you s- you've probably been to a lot of games. I don't go to many live games. Only the ones that I'm at. How do you like even for us when we're say if you're injured or you're in the reserves and you're playing um, at halftime we go do like appearances in clinics and stuff yeah. during during the breaks so yeah. um, they they love that because if you're sitting in there watching the game that's go yep you got to go up and see the sponsors you got to go do yeah. this you got to go out there and do that so that's good for them as well for giving something to our corporates and our sponsors that probably they can't get any other time so yeah. but for you like for a fan at the game is that is the halftime too long. Oh, way too long. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Way That's too long. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, way too long. Like it, it should be ten minutes. Yeah, I just don't know how it possibly goes yeah, okay. down because um, yeah, you're right. That you've got such good momentum, and in a game where the game is flowing, you just want to keep it yeah. moving. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stoppages. You know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. A, a, a game of football has a lot of stoppages anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I think um, I think for the most part, ten minutes would work. I just yeah. don't know logistically how it would happen. And it's all about dollars and cents. Let's be honest. So. Correct, absolutely. But if if you make enough noise, it might happen. So, hundred percent. Fans out there, if you want a half, you want a half the half time, please pop up and say something. Yes, yes. Now another another headline that's that's made some news. Kane Corns yeah. uh, <laughs> had some uh, yeah. had some interesting comments about yeah. your football club this week. Yeah. I mean, we've actually spoken about this topic yeah. um, extensively. You know, in comparison to teams that have had fantastic seasons, yeah. um, and then lulls the the, the following years. Yeah. So, I mean. I don't think we're talking out of turn. There's been some teams in the last couple of years that have, you know, fallen victim to that. Yeah. Um, and I think, and that's for a number of reasons too. Yeah. Like yeah. The ones that he specifically talked about. So if you're listening, you haven't seen it. You just said um, we could be the Melbourne of um, 2018. How they, you know, they finished in the prelim and then they finished third last. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. he he's, you know, conclusion was that teams will get ahead of themselves, get happy. They're up in Brisbane. No one really cares about you know, the media. All that kind of stuff, and we'll be happy with ourselves, and we'll just we'll be the sliders of twenty twenty. So, we um, lucky news. I've already come out, and I think he's extended his invitation to Kane Corns to come and watch this train because yeah. I don't mind any like honestly, like I don't mind what Kane Corns says. I think he has a lot of merit to what he says a lot of the times, and we need more personalities in the media. Mm. And I think he's he, good for the guy. I don't mind him. Like yeah. a lot of people like on my Twitter feeds would just call him like the flog. Or he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing, but you know he's a two time All Australian. I think mm. he won like four BNS some shit. Premiership so, player. Premiership player. I think it's most games I put out. So he's got mm. merit to what he's saying. So mm. if you're out there having a crack at him, just think about that first because you've probably played no games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's like I, I'm, pro, I, I'm intent on having an opinion post footy too. So I understand what he's doing. But in saying that, predictions, are, they mean absolutely nothing. Pre- I, was, I think we talked about it last week. The preseason predictions are the most irrelevant things yeah. I've ever seen because 
you can't be held accountable. No one really cares a year later. And even himself, he said, oh, we won't play finals in 2019 and we finished second on ladder. So mm. I don't see anyone coming back and going, like having to go at him saying that. But if he was right, then it'd be like, oh, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So pre-season predictions are useless. Um, I know farewell. My body knows today how hard we've been training. And and we said, we like, we left on bad terms or we weren't happy with what we did in the finals last year. And we got a taste for it. A young group got a taste for it. And we can't wait. We're already putting in place, already talking about what we can improve this year. And we're not going to come out and say, oh, we're going to play finals. We're going to be the best team, yada, mm. yada. We want to keep improving. And if we do, like, in those areas, RFI areas that we want to improve in, then we're going to get better as a team. And we've brought in some great inclusions as well. So we're actually bloody excited. And mm. um, the first of, t- first of four, five-year boys have been smashing and training the last two weeks. I've been there watching them. So um, it's a bit of a slap in the face when – someone in the media who doesn't really know what we've been doing up here can say that you know, we'll get ahead of ourselves and we'll slide in, from, in that regard. So um, that's the reason why you know we put an invitation out to him to come watch us train, come get around the club because not many media personnel do that. Um, yeah. We get umpires to come down and train with us when we go on our camp. I think we go on Tassie for our camp and we, yep. do, we do get some um, media personality figures pop around and yep. ones, that, you know, ones from Brisbane like Lynch is always down at training watching yep. us. Um, we get... We had Caroline Wilson come up um, a couple of years ago. Yeah, okay, she was yeah. During the dark times, she was coming how yeah. to look. But, yeah. um, you know, I'd but love... It's important. It's important like, for them because if I was going to get into the media job post-footy, I'd want to know what's happening around the league and how they're training and, and seeing, you know, who's the next better player. So yeah. actually have some insight to this, not just, oh, let's check his stats from this year. Let's see how he's going to go next year. At least mm. go down and see how he's training and how they're going and that. So, yeah, um, yeah, we didn't like those comments at all. And um, we're trying to build a culture up here how, you know, we're revered in the AFL for having a strong culture and um, we work hard and we know we work hard. So realistically in our four walls, we don't really listen to it, but we would love him to come to our training and, and for anyone else too as well to see how we train up here because we know it's tough to get media around the Brisbane Lions and in the non-football states. So uh, more the merrier for me. Absolutely. And, and shout out to Andrew Hamilton, who's no longer actually at the career. Big now. Hamo. Yeah. He was a big, big supporter of the, yeah. the podcast. Yeah. And, um, has been tremendous for, for Queensland. What's he doing now? Uh, on, he's going to have a break from, yeah. from, from okay. when I spoke to him he's last. Been, so he's, he's been pretty deep in. Yeah, um, he's been he's been in the thick of it for a while now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, has done fantastic things for Queensland football, yeah. you know, through, through the media. So, um, you know, massive congrats to, to him. I think that's all. I think that's all we got for, that's all. for this we'll week. A, I'll have a look um, through my notes for yeah, right I think, quick. I think, we're, uh, I think we've got pretty much everything that we were wanting to, to put on the radar. We've obviously got a number of topics yep. that we're going to sort of start to filter over the, the summer. And the, the good thing is, you know, unlike every other AFL footy show, we're here. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we we're pushing right through to the, uh, to the summer and uh, we'll, we'll be doing some, some shows throughout the, um, throughout the next few weeks yeah. and, and getting that buzz going into the lead we'll, into 2020. We'll get it going, yeah, we will, because obviously um, everyone needs a mental refresh. Uh, reboot as you like um, it was good for me to get away I turn the mind off think about nothing but you know life outside of footy and I've been doing that so it's good to get back into it though I get the routine same as training like once we're back into training I know my schedule and we mm. can work it out better but looking at getting a few more players on um, over the next you know few weeks I guess leading up to Christmas and we've got a couple already who are some some big ones so we've got one who just recently joined the Gold Coast um, and we've got a, a, a captain of an AFL club who will be on soon and another recruit from the Brisbane Lions because it'd be rude not to. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and if there's anyone that you'd like us to yes. um, actually have on the show, yeah. let us We can let chase them. Well. We can chase yeah. them. We don't yeah. have much funds, but we can uh, yeah. try and get them well, to fly up somehow. Well, well, very quickly, before we before we finish up, I, I do need to ask this question because I've, I've always been quite fascinated by 
him as a player in his leadership. Okay. Um, Shannon Hearn steps down. Yeah, as, yeah I saw as, that. as captain this week. Um, would he? Is he a victim of, of being in Western? I, I, I want to say victim of Western Australia because he is absolutely revered. I'd say he'd be loved over there. Wouldn't he's he? loved, and I love the way Premier he goes captain about his football. Would... Um, but would he? Would his leadership be more lauded if he was, say, playing in Victoria? And again, we preface yeah. it by saying we're, we're in Queensland, we're out of the bubble, so we yeah, understand yeah. where this is coming from. Yeah. I just you don't hear as much about him as what I feel like you should. I think um, for for Shannon Hearn, he's been such a great leader for so long. They probably want to looking for that next phase of their their mm. football, um, I guess, their football club in terms of the face of it. Um, when you're marketing a club, like, look, I got no marketing background, but from the outside looking in, you want the new faces that come through and kind of the show the where the club's going. I think Shannon Hearn, I, think, I don't think he's missed a final series since he's been named captain. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's played a shitload of games. He's yeah. been a great player for that club. Premiership um, captain. Premiership captain, um, but no one thought they'd win it. Uh, so he's done so much for the club and he keeps on battling. But I think in directions for the, some clubs, um, they kind of want those fresh players to come through. I think Luke Shuey would be great. Oh, this is, yeah. as I said, yeah, okay, yeah. outside looking in, I don't know what his leadership skills are like at all. Mm. But for me, I'll, I'll probably see him getting that role, bit of youth coming through, show that um, from the from the face of the club type thing. So, if it was, I think WA is pretty saturated with football. Oh, con- they content. love him over there, from what I hear. Yeah. But obviously, if you're not in that Victorian bubble, um, you're not going to get in the Herald Suns and stuff that we do see. Mm. I don't. I never go on the internet and check the Western Australian or whatever mm. it's called over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll read yeah. the Herald Sun because that's yeah. the you know the free yeah, yeah. macro, yeah. I guess. I think Shannon Hearns has got that. Um, that workhorse type mentality, and that's probably just looking for a fresher face. But yeah, and he's been a servant for that club, and he's been great for him. Yeah, shout out to him because uh, I know he's obviously. Shout out if you ever coming on, man. I know you're listening. So yeah, man, I, I, I love the way he goes goes football. I, and do I just too. don't think he gets the that praise that he foot, deserves. Man. He's a good player, and he's yeah. just such a general yeah, back there. Yeah, um, he's he's always good to watch play. So uh, yeah, massive, awesome rain, and and yeah, no, no, he's going to be a great player for many years to come. I rate him. You think I actually thought like no, actually I wanted to say that no, he's a good player. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say appearance wise, but no, we'll, we'll, we'll park that. But no, yeah. we'll, we'll until until we catch up yeah. next time. This has been the uh, Rip Through It yeah. podcast. Produced Shout by out Rip to it. coming up again, man. Appreciate that. I know um, I'm a bit of a slack ass uh, getting down the coast, but thanks for coming up again. Um, everyone, thanks for the support. Oh shit! Nearly forgot the winner. Oh, did you see the post? Yeah, my yeah, tweet. Yeah, so yeah, I got over yeah. like a thousand yeah. bloody replies. Lona. Um, what was it? So Lona. I think the winner is Mitch Johnson. Um, he had zero likes on his. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but he had zero likes on his comment. Um, where was it? Yeah. So let me get the post up. It was. So you ran this during the so week. So I ran this last night. I yeah. said I was. Um, I said, the person with the least like reply will receive a, f- a pair of brand new Puma boots. Good luck. And I had, what did I have? 1,100 comments. And I went through practically most of them. Um, and it was about three or four with zero. And I did a random generator. And I got out to Mitch Johnson. So yeah. congratulations, mate. You earned it. Um, I'll get those boots sent out for the ASAP. Thanks everyone for the comments. I'll be I'll be running a few of those type of contests uh, in the future. But oh. as I said, shout out to Puma, Shure Microphones, they're a legend, Jans, um, 7 AFL, Telstra AFL. You guys have been amazing. That is Rip Through a Podcast, episode 28. Sean Tobin, thanks for coming up again. Oh. Allah, we'll talk soon.